Episode 8 of Better. Hey everyone, I'm April, and you're listening to a podcast that is all about living a better life. If it's your first time listening today, welcome. I hope you will connect with me and subscribe to the podcast. All of you who have been listening, welcome back. I hope and pray your day is going well. If you're in L.A. or Washington or New York area, I'll be coming your way to speak in the next few weeks, and I'd love to meet you. If you want to know more about that, you can go to my website at aprilsimons.com. So last week in Episode 7, I talked to you about what we need to quit doing today. And if you haven't listened, I hope that you'll pull that episode up because I think it will give you some pretty good insight on a better way of living. Today, I want to talk to you about worry (laughs) and how to stop worrying. I think that we could all use a little bit of advice on that, including myself. Do you know that so much of our time and thoughts and days can be filled with worry? Worrying about the future, about our family, our kids, our finances, our marriage, or maybe you're out there and you're worrying about a job or where you're going to live or how you're going to pay your bills. Let's face it, there's a lot we can worry about if we give our mind the liberty to do so. Now, let me define worry to you. Worry means to torment oneself. (laughs) Okay, right there is a red flag. (laughs) Worry means to suffer from disturbing thoughts. Worry means to fret. Worry means to give way to anxiety or unease. Worry means to allow one's mind to dwell on difficulty or troubles. Basically, worry is something else. (laughs) Worry definitely takes the life out of life. And you know as well as I, worry doesn't change the situation. But you know what? It does change you. It causes you to be frustrated and irritable and grouchy. It causes some people, probably not you, to be grumpy to have this sense of hopelessness, to be negative and nervous and fearful. It causes us to be doubtful, to be anxious and concerned. It causes this uneasiness in our life, etc., etc., etc. Worry is the interest paid in advance on a debt that we may never owe. See, worry stops you from enjoying life. Worry takes away today's joy. Worry gets you nowhere, and worrying will never change the outcome. Corey Tin Boone said, Worrying is carrying tomorrow's load with today's strength. It is moving into tomorrow ahead of time. Worrying does not empty tomorrow of its sorrow. It empties today of its strength. Man, that is so true. Now, listen, how many times have we worried about things that have never happened? (laughs) I think we've all done that. My daughter, Eliana, had to take a hearing test the other day because she works around airplanes. And she was telling me about it and how she was in the booth and she would raise her hand when she heard the beeps. Then she said for about a minute, she heard nothing. (laughs) And she immediately thought, oh my goodness, I'm losing my hearing. I can't hear anything. She got worried. (laughs) Rightfully so. And the instructor called her out of the booth and said, Hey, sorry, I forgot to tell you the test was over about a minute ago. Now, I want you to see, in Ellie's mind, those thoughts began. They started that were creating a scenario of something that wasn't actually true. She had the outcome all figured out in her mind. Worry began to fill her thoughts. 
You know, truthfully, we've all done that. And sometimes we just got to stop thinking so much because we create problems that weren't there in the first place. Mark Twain said, I've had a lot of worries in my life, most of which never happened. You know, folks, your mind believes everything you feed it. If you feed it worry, it's going to worry more. If you feed it fear, it will believe it and magnify it and act on it. So that's why we got to feed our minds hope and life and faith. We got to fill it with encouragement and love and happiness and joy. We've got to remind ourselves of what God's word says, because that's what it will believe. See, what happens when we worry, it's almost like we forget everything that God has done for us. Worry kind of blurs our memory. Worry takes precedence over every good thing God has done. Worry basically says, God, I don't know if you can do this. I don't think you can handle this one. This one's kind of a big one. See, that's why we have to take control and start remembering the right things. Every time your mind wants to worry, replace it with something positive that has happened in your life. God, I thank you. You've brought me through this before. I thank you. You're going to bring me through it again. I thank you that you're concerned about what I'm going through. And I thank you for your faithfulness in my life. And then we got to stop dwelling on the worry. Stop worrying about what could go wrong and think about what is going right in your life right now. See, folks, some things that we worry about are real. It's real life. It's facts. Not about Ellie. Ellie thought something was going to happen and it didn't happen. But now my mom, she was, she was different. Something actually was happening to her. In 1981, my mom was very sick with cancer. I'll talk about that in a later episode. In fact, I'm going to bring my mom on and we're going to talk about it together. But when she was so sick, I mean, given a few weeks to live kind of sick, looked like death kind of sick, weighed 88 pounds kind of sick. What's so interesting is this. What came out of her mouth wasn't fear. It wasn't worry. It was gratefulness. It was faith. It was strength. It was hope. It was life. Now, she battled with the worry in her mind, but she was very careful and very strategic about what came out of her mouth. We all know the scripture that says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. But do you also know that the words that you speak become the house that you live in? See, mama knew she couldn't focus on what the doctor said. She couldn't focus on how bad she felt. She could not focus on the little time they said she had left. She purposely focused on the life that she had. God, I thank you that I woke up today. God, I thank you that I'm alive today. God, I thank you for this beautiful sunrise. I thank you for my family. Now, I want you to imagine just for a moment what life would have been like in my home if she would have focused on the worry. What if she went around saying, I don't think I'm going to live. I'm in so much pain. I'm afraid. I wonder if I'll wake up tomorrow. It would have been a completely different atmosphere in our house. But see, Mama was determined to create a life-giving, hope-filled, God-centered world. Instead of focusing on the fact that the doctor said she had a few weeks to live, she declared life. Listen, I was there. I watched it. I witnessed it. Our house wasn't filled with fear and the sense of death. We weren't waiting for Mama to die. We were watching her live. 
We were watching her faith in action. She created an atmosphere of life in the midst of what seemed to be death. See, folks, the reality is this. You determine your environment. You really do. See, if you speak worry, your house becomes filled with tension and fear. If you speak frustration and unhappiness, guess what? Your house is going to be a house of frustration and unhappiness. But if you choose to speak life in spite of worry, things change for the better. If you don't believe me, just try it. What do I mean by that? Let me make it practical for you. I have a sign in our house that says, this will be our best year ever. Now, does that mean we're denying our challenges along the way? No. What I'm doing is setting the tone in our house. Now, you might think that's crazy and absurd, and that's okay, because you're not responsible for the tone that I set in my house. I am. And I'm just going to be that crazy to make a statement of faith that says, this will be our best year ever. I'm not going to magnify the challenges. I'm not going to speak uh, speak out about all the problems. Now, it doesn't mean they can't be talked about. Again, it's not about denying what's going on. It's just determining what is of the most importance. To me, I'm going to speak life. I'm going to speak peace. I'm going to declare God's word over our family. I'm going to pray the promises and not magnify the problems. My point is this. We've got to take ownership of our world. It may not make sense to anyone else, and that's okay, because anyone else is not paying your bills. (laughs) They're not living in your home. They're not fighting your battles. They're not facing your challenges. All you mamas out there listening, take ownership. Instead of worrying, begin to speak life over your family and situation. All you daddies listening, take ownership and use your words to bring faith and hope and life to your family. My dad used to say, don't use your words to describe your situation. Use your words to change your situation. See, what you think about takes root and what you water grows. If you water worry, worry will grow. If you water life, life will get better. Proverbs 12.25 says, Worry weighs a person down, but an encouraging word cheers a person up. You know what, folks? Sometimes you have to be your own cheerleader. Cheer yourself up. And if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. Be proactive about bringing the right tone into your environment. And then don't just wish for things to change. Pray for things to change. If you have time to worry, you have time to pray. Worry takes the place of prayer, or prayer takes the place of worry. Philippians 4, 6 says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Give God what you need, and then thank Him for all He has done. When your mind wants to worry, when your mind wants to focus on all of the worry, I want to encourage you to do this. Pray that God gives you peace. Pray the promises of God. Remind yourself of His faithfulness in the past. Declare what His Word says over your life. And then remember to be thankful for all He has already done in your life. And today, when life gives you every reason to worry, decide what kind of life you want. Do you want a life of worry and anxiety and fear? Or do you want a life of faith and positivity and hope? If you want that life of faith, and I believe you do, then remain calm. Give your worries to God. Act like His Word is true and trust in Him. 
Turn your worries into prayers and look for God to be faithful in your life. Listen, don't worry, be happy. And remember this, God has never failed and he's not about to begin with you.